Good morning, Thetis. We are back again. Episode 19. We are talking about N7 Day 2022 and the little uh little sneaky video that was released we're all super excited about it and this time i am joined by the lovely seeker cat of course as always the wonderful rowan i'm not fully sentient <laughs> that explains a lot and we're gonna uh um, Ch chicago pizza molly that's who it is <laughs> okay there's more okay i'm not we're not getting into this. <laughs> like, not getting into it because you have deep opinions about Chicago pizza, or... Into it, like, my opinion of Chicago pizza, and we don't have time to talk about Chicago pizza. Okay, so the deep opinions, is it about how deep the dish is? Is it about that it's technically not real ass. Chicago pizza? <laughs> and that you guys prefer tavern pizza? <laughs> this... So end seven day. Uh... Say, this is like the worst opening we've ever had, and I'm gonna cut it so well to make it sound so cohesive. Let's go. <laughs> Do we think we have Chicago pizza in the Mathematic universe? Discuss. Yes. Oh, My, yeah, there's definitely. no way we don't. There's no way you can convince me that either femme chef or male chef is not a Chicago pizza kid. Oh hell yeah. Well, considering we they're from not, Canada, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, Canada's no, pretty close to Chicago. I'm just imagining, like, because my chef is a fucking um, Mindoir survivor. Not Mindoir. It's... No, no, you're right. M Mindoir. Yeah, so that's all right. Okay, I was right the first time. Mm -hmm. I just see, like, yeah, I used to enjoy Chicago town. <clears throat> pizza. Libertarians attacked. <laughs> <laughs> that's a trauma memory. It's like, we were eating pizza, and then it all went to shit. <laughs> My favorite part of the new trailer is when they show that the new Mass Effect relay is just a Chicago pizza. Ah, those deep dish relays? Using all of our time to record today so wisely and so well. Why does every time I'm on here, you guys bring up deep dish pizza is my thing? Like, every time. <laughs> Do we? I don't recognize I'm it. Yes, so it's somehow... <laughs> <laughs> I am a guest here and I am being so rude. How deep is your pizza? Is it like the ocean? Chicago pizza. I was fascinated by the. Well, there's two two major things uh, because there was obviously the video that everyone managed, the community managed to um, translate in like 0.5 seconds. So bravo, everyone who, who was involved in that. Um, <laughs> Animals. So you had Liara saying, um, like, uh, what was the exact phrasing of it? Is like, um, they should, uh, the council should learn not to underestimate humanity or something to that effect. Human defiance. The human defiance, yeah. that was it. And the thing was, um, after it got cracked, Bioware put out a thing, uh, a tweet that was like, oh, here's the correct version. Here's, here's the version you can actually hear. Um, mm -hmm. uh, the council should learn not to underestimate human defiance. Uh, Liara, to Sony, Doctor Shadow Broker redacted, and I'm like, "What? What? What's the redacted? Bioware? I want to know." <laughs> and of course, it's, they've, they've got to keep some secrets. I was also very impressed by the um, the picture that was very quickly sussed to be Omega, um, with mm -hmm. what looks like skyscrapers in the style that was on Ilium. So I'm like, 
okay, doing some mental math here, did Arya take in a bunch of Asari refugees on Omega? And that's why it looks like that. And everybody's wearing... Everybody's also wearing rebreathers, but we should we should quickly let's let's make a little let's let's get a smoother transition into the conversation instead of pizza. Sorry, I'm ADHD. I have no smooth transitions. I just here's my torrent of thoughts. That's for all of us. We were talking about the pizza. If anything, this is your fault. I agree. Wait, are. Are we not trying to discuss Mass Effect? No, no, we are. There was just it was just we went from pizza to Mass Effect. So let's quickly say, uh, oh, okay. What kind of toppings do you think they put on for Mass Effect pizza? Guess, uh, <laughs> always guess bits. I we forgot to mention that. <laughs> Let them live in pizza. Yes. <laughs> we forgot. Let's to- okay. So let's just let's just quickly like recap like <laughs> what came out on N Seven Day. Um, merch came out. Um, there was like a poster that people were like looking at and reading into. I think a tiny bit too much. Um, yeah. And then there was the trailer, not trailer, but kind of like sneak peek video. Yeah. transmission thing and then Teaser. we also had yeah two concept art uh things as well as like a blog post introducing some of the people working on it um mm-hmm. and i think that was all that came out yeah i think so yeah i believe it's it uh we also had the well, i mean this is a part of the whole trailer thing but we had some lovely good samaritan out there uh translate it so that was awesome because it was initially just like Static and stuff, mm-hmm. and then eventually someone was like, "Oh, I did some technical wizardry, and now it's people talking." And I'm like, "How did you know <laughs> that?" I'm, I'm, I'm sure someone's put an explanation for how they found it, but my god, I was just sat there being like, "I'm glad someone other than me knows how to do technical things," because otherwise <laughs> I'd be sat there being like, "Well, I guess that's a thing." Um, but uh, that uh, concept art they released of what is clearly a mass relay in the process of being built by what appears to be humans. I assume um, it would be. Is it, why is it Cerberus colors? very alliance to me. Uh, there was a Asari ship in there as well, I believe. Oh, yeah, but you know, you mean, like, uh, what I meant to say was, like, it is very clearly, like, a few different ships, like, in the background, mm. but most of the construction seemed to be very similar <clears throat> to the previous structures we've seen in the Alliance. It seemed mm. very, like, blocky. In the way that uh, the alliance stuff is, yeah, yeah, I see what you mean. I'm, I'm, I'm I have pictures of it right, up right now. <laughs> but yeah, uh, me, damn it. <laughs> there was there was Asari ships, Molly. Yeah, like way in the back. I yeah, there was like an Asari ship there in um the video I watched. I'll pull up who like made this really awesome like recap video that I watched to ensure I didn't miss anything. <laughs> um. She also noticed that there was a ship that kind of looked like a Andromeda ship towards the front, like one of the Andromeda arcs. I saw um, a few people talking about that, yeah. I am also finding this thing because I'm uh, It's find. by, the video's by Lady Insanity. She's pretty, she seems cool. Oh, I, 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 I am scrubbed to her. I love her. I didn't even know she made a video on it. I'll have to go watch it. It was, it was very good and really in-depth and... That's I've been subscribed to her for years. Remember everything. Yes. Um, I've but done then a few, there, 
uh, live streams with us. Oh, cool. Mm. Um, way back when, way back when. I have no, I have no clout anymore. <laughs> I, just say, <laughs> I just say back in the day. Yeah. Um, but then somebody on Twitter, I can't remember who, like, I don't know, kind of like either like made the picture really dark to try to see something or really light. And then someone was like, wait, that looks like a reflection. And it looks like the like black and red stripe thingy that Shepard always had on their clothes. And I was like, you know, the Mass Effect has done this multiple times that they would have (laughs) reflections of something or like you staring out into something. So I wouldn't be surprised if Shepard is like making a mass relay to try to find the rest of like uh fuck what the fuck are their names? Not the Geth, but yeah. um Oh uh Even oh, hey. dudes trying to oh, kill. Are you Reavers? talking about the Reapers? Yeah. Oh I yeah. thought you were, I thought you were talking about the guys yeah, from Andromeda yeah, yeah, yeah. for a second. No 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 no. No. So like Hey I don't know. Guys, I don't be- back. Turns out we uh, fixed everything in like three years and you went to another galaxy for pretty much no reason. Sorry. Well, <laughs> um, Can you imagine or, getting around Cole? Like, it's going to take another freaking lifetime to get back. Or I'm Probably. thinking it's um, Ryder, but Daddy Ryder in the reflection, like making the mass relay to get yeah. the ships going. I went either one of those. You, wait, so what, you think it's like a before thing? I think it's before Andromeda, yeah. Uh, because but... if you look, there's like a date on there, and it said it was like only like if we read it as a date, those numbers that were in the transmission, it would say that it's like three years. It's four years after Mass Effect Three. Yeah. yeah. So like. But doesn't the arc for Andromeda leave during Mass Effect Two? Does it? I'm pretty I sure it know. does. I couldn't tell you. Yeah. I'm not a fucking. I don't know shit. So. <laughs> The thing that it's stuck okay. out to me, though, was the um, because the the um, the image that came with the um, the construct the the mass relay under construction had uh, a little like overlay, say a vacuum dock relay construction record, monitoring station operated by Green Dagger Limited, property of Deep Space Dow Sav, ship captain Sub Navark. So Ral, Zillion Jones, for internal use only, and there's a bunch of numbers that I said some people have um, managed to get a date out of those, so think about it, it was about four years after. Now, here I am thinking, So Ral sounds Quarian to me. Oh yeah, it's definitely Quarian. Yeah. But also with the Zillion Jones, that sounds to me like, almost like her parents, one was... Korean and the other was human, mm-hmm. or at least like you know, mm-hmm. marriage, a married name or something, or maybe they married a human. I don't know. But either way, I was just like, that is a very like because it's very deliberately blending a lot of cultures in there. Mm-hmm. Like you got Soul Real and Zillion, Zillion Jones. So I'm thinking like either it's a Korean that's married to a human or a. Uh, the child they of had, a union. They, a child who had a human parent. I have a quick thing about that I'd like to uh-huh. say. Uh, I assume if this is, which is like total like long shot, if that ends up actually even being a character in the game at all. Uh, but yeah. if they are, I think it's uh, either, again, somebody who married a human or a child of a human uh, because of all the leftover 
people who got stuck on Earth during the war. Mm-hmm. So yeah. that's what I'm thinking of, like, mm, you kind of had to make do, and there's probably some good-looking men out there. Aquarian lady, go get it. Oh, Tally got them hips, so I'm, <laughs> I'm assuming that's a universal thing across Aquarians. It's just, Fens has them hips. Everybody's oh, got... probably. <laughs> oh, hello, Scott is here. I was really hey, half buddy. tempted as one of you guys were just talking, just go, ah! <laughs> and just scare the shit out of you guys, but that would be a bit of a dick move. Hey, can I just can I just ask something? You do know we're recording, right? Oh, we're recording right. God damn it! Yeah. No one fucking. Oh, oh, I don't know. I just I was just letting you go. Usually a lot more. When did we start recording? Uh, forty minutes ago. <laughs> fucking damn it! it was... Okay, so all right, so what the hell did I miss? We were, just uh, we were talking about the the Quarian's name in the video being uh, like the mix yeah. of human and Quarian, and how I think that it's probably that way because the Quarian itself or the because she was stuck on the, on Earth. Exactly. Can you yeah. imagine that? Like, how much that would suck? Because like you're a Quarian, right? You spend your entire goddamn life on a, on the flotilla. To the degree where, you know, your entire people over generations have had to develop these particular suits and you've got these, uh, you know, your 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 species arch nemesis is the Geth and then this war breaks out and you eventually get your whole world back for the first time in generations. You can't help but think like, oh, I can't wait until this war is over and then I can go home and then the war ends and you're stuck on Earth. Just be like... <laughs> Yeah. Well, and who knows how long you're Could stuck on Earth, too. Yeah, you have to move to yeah. Chicago or something. I remember, like, back in the day. Oh, Chicago. I <laughs> don't understand. Oh. Why I have to bring up apparently, Chicago. Apparently, all the Koreans, we moved them to fucking Chicago. They all Hell yeah, because it's the, the best fucking city. We have to fucking get rid of them. Imagine God, getting yeah. stuck on Earth and having to live in Ohio. Oh my god, it's going to be District 9. <laughs> it's the worst part is, <laughs> because most of the fighting, as far as I'm aware of, happened either in space or in London. So why the oh, fuck are we moving them all to Chicago? Like, no, no, no. Put them to Ohio, because Ohio doesn't really exist, so they could just have it. <laughs> exactly. They could just fucking have Ohio. Ohio, okay, I found the way to flip Ohio blue. We put all the aliens <laughs> in no. the Ohio. No. Oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> we, we are collectively so sorry for anyone else who listens to this. So. The reason I love Rowan. So, Rowan just sent yeah. me a message just saying, with no context <laughs> whatsoever, Margot Robbie is a canary. And I'm just sat there thinking, what? And uh, just posted her vanity fair. Oh my god. Where she looks like, like, admittedly, she is wearing something like a canary would wear, like um, Rasan from the Those Who Speak comics. But um, yeah, just kidding. Margot Robbie is a canary out of, uh, out of context was definitely uh, an, an experience in my You're brain. You're welcome. This is, yeah. again, I'm going to continue to just destroy this episode and just (laughs) cut it to pieces uh 
Though I might let this part that I'm about to talk about stay in. I just gotta okay. scroll back far enough because it is. Y'all are gonna love this. Uh, okay. I just it is. You just gotta scroll back. Why? Why do I? Why did I talk to to Rowan so much? Goddamn, Rowan. Why? What's what did up? I do? I'm trying I'm to find <clears throat> exactly. Stop talking to me. Uh. Oh, I must have. I think I missed it. Wait. Uh, text or Discord. Uh, Discord. Trying I'm trying to find our our discussion. So me and me and Rowan would would when other people specifically, I think it was when other somebody else would was talking in the during a recording. We would try to make each other laugh by sending each other the most heinous shit. Yes, this is this is the go-to experience. And and I know one day we were like sending each other like 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 uh. Just, just adding ussy onto stuff and saying like "ooh, daddy cummies" and stuff. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the inquisitor cummies. Yeah. Oh, I found it. <laughs> inquisitor. What? It was. It was last year in There's... February. And just... There's one about like dwarf pussies or dwarf fussy. Oh my god! It's like, oh god. He says it sounds. This is totally. Have you ever seen that 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 meme of uh? being in a restaurant and my internet poisoned brain reading the word citrusy. Citrus. Jesus. Alright. This is the this has been the, the worst episode ever. I'm so sorry. I keep uh this is terrible. Alright. <laughs> Alright, let's you guys want to talk about Mass Effect. Good morning, Thetis, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to be on my best behavior and not make it weird. Hey, this is your first episode, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh. Seeker. Seeker. Ah, uh, welcome, Cummies. Being a guest on Good Morning Welcome makes me appreciate you and Tucker so much. Oh, what do you <laughs> mean? <laughs> Listen, because, because me and Tucker, well, like, I know I have ADHD, Whereas Tucker seems to be on the fence about whether he thinks he does or doesn't. But I'm he just does. like, it honey, continues. you are a, a squirrel that turned into a beanpole that drank a load of Red Bull. Experience. You see, here we're just vile human beings. Oh, yeah. The, I, I, we're just I, terrible I, people here. <laughs> I, I just have the veneer of, like, niceness and I have a British accent, so most people assume that I'm not. Until I prove <laughs> otherwise. Oh, God. All right. Do we... Let's... Let's talk about Mass Effect. <laughs> Other than filth. Yeah. Hey, other than other hey, filth. hey, Scott. We what, can just you... dive into the filth. That's fine. Yeah. <laughs> what, yeah Scott... Yes, Ethan. What did you What did you think of uh, of the the, the video the the N seven day, day. T- trailer? Tell me your thoughts. Uh, okay, so immediately, and some of this is maybe I've been watching too much game theory. Um, oh God. Why? The first Why time when I. Why would you what... do that? Okay. When I. When I listen to like the uh, a lot of the audio, it's like the first thing I don't have the technical know how to be able to do this. I want to put the audio through a spectrograph really mm-hmm. bad. If anyone listening or in the comment sections knows how to do this, let me know, and I want to know the results of this because looking through this is just like there's enough weird ass ambient noises that I'm sitting here and I'm like. 
there's something to this. Like, they, they know, like, Bioware has has shown that, no, we are aware that you guys are going to pick apart every single frame by frame of um this, of this trailer. Mm-hmm. Like, not even out of the fact of, oh, you guys are so content-starved that we'll go through anything, which, to a certain extent, they also are aware of. But it's more the fact of, no, that's just the type of fan that you guys are. Like, you guys will dissect everything. <laughs> um, and the thing, like, like, by the time, by the time you've even thought, like, oh, maybe we could try doing this, there's been a fan who's done that and about 200 other things. So by the time you've even thought about it, someone else has already ran it through, whatever. Yeah, so it's like, that's kind of the thing I'm very curious on, is if anyone has has done this, um, if anyone (laughs) has done this yet, um, and I kind of want to know the results of it. Um, The things that I found was interesting, and like a lot of it was, I didn't do too deep dive of it, like, tried to look at every single angle on it. Um, I At least the initial thoughts that I'm looking at is, it's interesting that this is taking place five years after the end of the original trilogy. That I'm very surprised by. Unless they have a very... Unless they have... Like, they have to have something really specific in mind. Um, can I counter argument here because i i the my first initial thought was oh that's way too soon but then i thought hang on they had the crucible right they had a load of technology yes john proctor that they pushed ahead that sort of all and they had all the best minds of everything working together to create this project and who's to say that after um the crucible discharged or whatever it did or however you want to describe that that they didn't just get all those scientists because they can't fucking go anywhere if all the the master relays have been blown up which is what seems like happened across yeah um the the ending that they're going with um so they're just like well guess why don't you guys spend the next five years trying to build a new mass relay considering you managed to figure out this crucible shit and i'm sure because they also had, because that's the thing. If they are going for the destroy ending, yeah, let's go destroy ending. Woo! I'm Woo! just thinking. Because uh, that's the thing. I, I went actually. I, I, this has gotten more unpopular, but I went with the synthesis ending mostly because my shepherd was fucking done. I was just like, you know what? I'm done. I've got nothing left to give. So yeah, I'll just I'll just give this and go into the afterlife with Bane. That that will be fine. That's my happy ending. Cool. But um, yeah. so so it, my thinking is like, if they did manage to do that, if they managed to get a mass relay working, but even then, doesn't it? Like, bear in mind, I'm not an expert on how the mass relays work by any stretch of the imagination. But isn't there like a receiving one? Am I wrong on that? Because I was thinking, yeah. isn't there like a receiving mass relay? Yeah, and in my experience, kind of there's always a receiving one. Yeah. <laughs> there's a brat relay. Oh, oh no. That's that's definitely there's the Omega. The top relay and then the The one time I wasn't actually thinking anything dirty or filthy, and I was just trying to answer a technical question, and then Rowan 
The Omega Relay is 100% the Brat Relay, because it only goes uh, one way. It's, not, real, it's real fire. The concept of, a, of an Omega Relay also implies an Alpha Relay and a oh Beta God. Relay. What about a Sigma Relay? <laughs> oh. <laughs> it, just, it just disrespects women. It just really doesn't like them. <laughs> uh, I, I think, I think I'm going to need to lie down after this. Seeker, do you now understand why, after going on to Good Morning Thetis, I appreciate you and Tucker more and more? And I spend most of the time bullying you. Yes. Yes. I'm just like, oh, hi, Scotty, and, uh, you know, messing with you generally. But, like, I didn't, it's it's less targeted. You understand. Mind you, you everybody, I I say this with love and care in my heart. (laughs) I know. Yes. Yeah, so do I. I bully with love. It's the only way to do it. <laughs> to be fair, Rowan I'm very bully. I give as good as I get. You say, Rowan. So, um. Uh-huh. What? One <laughs> thing. I give as good as I get. <laughs> uh, I'm sure Father would appreciate I'm sure Father could also attest to that as well. Anywho. Um. Like, more seeker, like. What... I, I do agree with you. Like, I can understand them doing... It's... I'm surprised that they went with that choice. It... Uh, but I think this is very much leaning towards... No, they're choosing just one of the endings. Mm-hmm. They're just choosing well, yeah. one of them and going with that it. That was the thing with Andromeda was so that they could leave the Milky Way and have a way to not say that one of the endings is canon. Uh-huh. Um, so yeah. now... That didn't work so well uh, for a myriad of reasons that I'm not going to go into, but just like that was an unsuccessful attempt at a new spin off franchise, let's just say. Um, and now they're in a position where, okay, trying to avoid that didn't work. So now we have to definitively say which one it is. Because bear in mind, um, the game, the Mass Effect game I always wanted was a much smaller in scope. C-set game, or is like you know yeah. you you it, rather than like oh save the universe and save the galaxy let's let's just focus on like very much smaller stories like a smuggling ring or some shit that's what's going on in the Citadel and oh like because that's cool because I love because one of the strengths of the Mass Effect universe is all the world building right so yeah. the idea of having to navigate politics and different embassies and you know, rich people, and it's just, that was an idea that was utterly fascinating to me, so I'm just like, yay! Yeah. Whereas it's like, oh yeah, now saving the universe again. It's like, yeah. okay! Because it's just, is, yeah. Well, I think one thing as well, I, I kind of also have to remember is, I mean, not the galaxy isn't completely isolated because there are other FTL technologies outside of the mass relays. Um, they're much shorter range, Yeah, but we do, they do exist. They are out there, and we do use and you know in the Mass Effect universe you do use them. So I don't think this is going to be a fully isolated deal. I'm just surprised. Like wow, five years. I mean, we're dealing essentially with the direct repercussions. Do I think the galaxy is going to be fully rebuilt by that point? Absolutely not. Um, I'm just like okay, five years. That's interesting. Okay, I I think. This is more and more of a sign that Bioware is choosing 
like Bioware is making a choice on the ending and dealing with the repercussions, and they're staying firm by it. Um, that being said, I know like one of the things <laughs> that was kind of discussed earlier is like the individual that they're talking with has a Quarian name, or like, or um, mm-hmm. or was it? Like, yeah, there's Quarian names, so it's like, oh, hey, Quarians are going to be playing a big part, which, I mean, makes sense. They were, depending on what ending you chose, I mean, the Quarians were probably there during, um, during the end of, you know, Mass Effect 3. So, I'm, and it sounds like, I, and it's either, the person that Liara is talking to, like, my first thing is like, oh, She's talking to a Geth of some variety, which, that, yeah, which, I mean, that could be interesting on what that could deal with, um, but I'm not 100% sure on, like, reincarnation of Legion. Yeah, (laughs) I mean, it could be a reincarnation. That was a joke. Just, just. I know Legion is dead. That was a joke. <laughs> so, like, I'm. Yeah, there's a lot of things where I'm kind of sitting here and I'm like, you know what? I'm. It does introduce some things, and it seems to be it's going to be really Liara centric. Like, almost to the point, yeah. I'm wondering if either Liara is going to be the center of the marketing for this. Mm-hmm. And because here's the thing about or, Liara. Is that she's sort of ever since like two onwards, I'd say, like certainly with one. Um, and then obviously she was in two a lot less. So from like Lair of the Shadow Broker onwards, she's sort of become the master of the franchise. And I can see there's a couple of reasons for that. Um, certainly if you put her garrison tally in anything, it's like, oh, it's a Mass Effect thing, because those are the three most recognisable aliens in the franchise, right? Now, Liara has the extra bonus of being the sexy blue lady. Yeah. So, uh, you know, and especially at that stage that EA was at, where they were aggressively uh, marketing, like, ooh, hot lady was, seemed to always be a part of the Definitely got me. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, but I, I've always I, I don't mean this any a word of this against like Ali Hinnis, I love her performance it's just there's always certain certain things with, just with Liara that's made that's kept me from like loving Liara fully the way mm-hmm. I do love certain other characters um, so the idea of like oh now the de facto main character because until because i don't because we don't know if shepherd's coming back one way or yeah. the other um we do seem to, it's strongly implied that liara is looking for shepherd yeah again it's just like how many times do i have to keep finding your corpse old man <laughs> um, but uh like because this is hilarious like if you think this is the first time the, the second time in like seven ish years she's had to <laughs> find our corpse on a fucking backwards planet because that's where we crash. Um, who knows? This Cerberus is feeling generous and wants to bring us back to life again. Um, <laughs> but yeah, e- either way, the point of it is that we don't know if it's going to be 
it seems to be the three options are Shepherd, okay, potential possibility. Um, Liara herself, which seems way less likely, but considering the focus on her, okay. Yeah. Um, or it's someone new. My money's on there being someone new because otherwise they're kind of tying the entirety of the Mass Effect canon to Shepard having to do everything. It's feel much smaller. It's the same way with the Star Wars franchise where it kind of has that problem where every single fucking protagonist is in some way a Skywalker. It's like there's yeah. other fucking people who can use the Force, man. <laughs> I'm just yeah. saying. Um, so ultimately I think it's going to be a much stronger if it is a new person inherently because it sort of broadens the the potential because um, that was for me number one was a bullet the problem with Andromeda I know a lot of people are going to say like oh all the bugs or whatever no for me it was because every single person on the arcs regardless of your species came into the Andromeda universe with the same point of view right we're coming from the Milky Way galaxy and we're looking for a home. There wasn't really much nuance in the multitude of different perspectives that you had in the original trilogy from, say, oh, let's go ask the Asari or the Elcor or the Hanar or the Turians or the Quarians. You know, every different perspective from what was, from any problem you could come from, right? Whereas with Andromeda, everyone was coming from the same point of view. And then when it's like, oh, let's go meet a new alien. Every, all the aliens already knew English? Functional English, you know what I mean? It's just like, you know, whatever language they were speaking is like they could under, be, be understood. So even like the baby steps of communication were already handled for us. And yeah. I just the thing like, I, I came to a new galaxy to learn about new aliens and new aliens were already A, tremendously unimpressed and B, they pulled the same twist with, oh, the collectors are actually the Koreans. They pulled the same twist again. So, yeah, yeah it's just... So, so, so for me, it's that thing of, in order to broaden it, A, you've got to go back to having the multiple different perspectives, which it might be nice. I know Ryder was technically supposed to be a civilian in terms of the with Shepard being Alliance military and all that. Alliance Navy, sorry, I should say. Um, but, you know, very military in presentation um and thought process mm -hmm. they were very much you know a soldier um so to have a science initiative which was what andromeda was supposed to be um that was supposed to have rider contrast so it would be nice to have say oh let's have a civilian lead character now that's that, that's my point is that i'd like a new character that was yeah. a very long rambly way of saying I'd like a new character. Please. Yeah. Well, I think <laughs> I think the safest bet is they're going to make someone new. Um, I think it is going to be I. With this trailer and like the they are showing the reconstruction efforts that are already underway. Like we're five years in and we almost have a mass relay of some sort or something that looks somewhat like a mass relay. You know, um, I don't take too much stock in the fact that, oh, they're in Cerberus colors, so they're Cerberus, and it's like... Yeah, eh. by Cerberus having any goddamn standing. 
yeah. post Mass Effect Three universe. Yeah, no, Cerberus. They, they're going to be they're hunted. Done. They're done. They're done. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. They're, they're, they're definitely gone. I will not be surprised if there are missions in the next Mass Effect game that involve Cerberus, but it's going to be like Funner Cells and like the small little tidbits of Cerberus that are left that are I being didn't even hunted mind... to extinction. I didn't um, even mind uh, um, Cerberus showing up in Andromeda because, of course, the elusive man would try and put a little splinter cell of Cerberus on an Andromeda ship to send to the new, um, you know, that's his whole thing. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, so, but after, you know, the Cerberus base is blown up, the elusive man is dead, Kai Lang is dead, what do you have left? All the money, resources, and everything is gone now. Outside yeah. of, like, oh yeah there was a super secret base that still had funding and everything like you know it, it starts to get into very silly territory after yeah. that and also um, considering everyone now knows what Cerberus did the yeah. idea that, that anyone would want to shelter Cerberus after all that shit is, is also yeah. pu pushing belief I think um, I think one thing though if you want to talk about the Splinter Fact I think the next Mass Effect game probably is going to have to deal with <laughs> Splinter Factions way more um, because of the fact of you know, I think the Milky Way is going to, or like I think the Soul System is going to be definitely like our hub area um, and like, and there's probably going to be a good corresponding of trade between like Tuchanka because Tuchanka is pretty close to the Soul System Especially if you did, you know, the ideal version with Rex yeah. and everything. Yeah, and I think, like, I think Thessia is also nearby as well. Um, yeah, I haven't done the actual, like, okay, this 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 planet is this distance from yeah. Earth, therefore they are the most likely ones to be, you know, I uh, think whatever. there's going to be that, but I think, a, I think one of the big issues, or I think one of the main conflicts is going to be everyone is going to be, you know, I think the solar system will be fine because the vast majority of the galaxy's resources went into the solar system. But there's a lot of places that kind of were on their own, you know, where they were there, you know, they're like, uh, know. oh my God, the Solarians. Uh, I don't think the Solarians are going to be fully on their own. Um, they're fucking too clever for that shit. Yeah, they, 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 I think there is a, I mean, depending on what you do, they they kind of go like, "Oh fuck it, we're gonna be kind of ourselves." Yeah, I mean, they kind of do that, but it seems to be a lot of like, but in the end, like you still get a good amount of Solarian resources. Yeah, it's just ugh. I I I somewhat roll my eyes at the Solarians because like you guys are actively shooting yourselves in the foot. Right the Talatras is a bitch. It, it's one. It's, it's like there's the a very smart people basically thinking themselves into the the something that is not the common sense obvious word thing to do yeah well oh yeah and my whole issue with the whole thing like just logically like and this is something i would love to send the dollar trust like okay let's go with your scenario oh uh i sabotage this whole thing and i somehow get the krogans you know there is not a if the krogans find out i lose the krogans Okay, mm -hmm. but if I lose the Krogans, I also lose the Turians. So Dalatras, you tell me, are the Solarians powerful enough that I 
that they are worth losing the entire Turian civilization and the entire Krogan civilization. Mm-hmm. Are they? Nope. Because with how nope. with how much cold feet that you got right now, I don't trust it. So, and like a lot of it is also just like Shepard just kind of goes, yeah, no, you either get in line or stay the hell out of my way, or I'm gonna kill you. <laughs> um, but I think we are probably gonna deal with that fractionalism of just you have a bunch of systems that are by themselves. So like. There's going to be a lot of... I think, like, Seeker, you bringing up the different viewpoints, I think that is going to be extensuated through the next Mass Effect because of the fact everyone is by themselves. Everyone has to figure out their own stuff. Because it's going to be everyone except the people who were there on Earth. Yeah. Because the people on Earth are basically stuck. Um, Yeah. Especially for the people who were, like, the planets are just like... There is literally no point you going home because half your lifetime will be done by the time you actually get there. Yeah, well, and some of it is also just Earth probably wasn't expecting to get the entire galactic fleet. Mm-hmm. Like, they weren't prepared probably for the entire galactic, no, to house the entire galactic fleet. Yeah, so, it was probably like, oh, a temporary it, thing, and then you all piss off and go home. Yeah, but it's like... like yeah. I think everyone is in that, oh, we're stuck here sort of situation just because, yeah, the soul system's mass relay got destroyed. But pretty much every single mass relay was destroyed or put out of commission. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a sit- issue of, yeah, no, everyone has to. Like, I think one thing, though, that I think would be kind of cool um the and the reason why like this mass relay is cerberus colors is because like well look at all of these cerberus ships that we destroyed might as well use them for something useful yeah and like built it out of cerberus like, ships i wouldn't mind if it's like a corian mindset of like well needs must we got we got a load of ships here that we can uh fashion scraven, uh, scavenge into something else yeah uh so that's just what we're gonna do now, yeah. that's fine for me, because especially, obviously, the fact that, oh, we're all working together, we're all aliens and humans and everyone working together, we just need to use these ships that were formed as terrorist ships to uh, to do that. So it's like, okay, that's fine. Yeah. Um, but I, I think the one thing that I do like about the trailers, um, and I think this is a bit of a reaction to how they've been doing the how they've done their advertising for probably the last 10 plus years of i think they had a core idea this is what we want the story to be this is how we want to do stuff i think they had that well done beforehand and i think they've kept with that choice and they're now revolving the marketing around it because um like a great example if you look at the marketing for andromeda and you look at, like, the shadowy figures in there, which we later found out were Ket, but it's like, at that point, the Ket weren't in, like, it's like, yeah, no, we made them weird black androgynous features because we didn't know who the main antagonist was going to be yet. We just drew generic kind of alien-looking bad guys. Mm -hmm. Um... 
Or if you kind of look at Anthem, Anthem, Tiff. <laughs> oh, there were some issues there on what was advertised and what we got on the box. Um, Inquisition, too. Um, what was going to be an Inquisition, which it's normal for what is shown in advertising is going to be different than um, than what is going to be in the game. That's normal. That's to be expected. Or um, like a outside of Bioware, like one thing I can think about is um, the first trailers that came out for CD um, for Cyberpunk. Uh huh. Don't get me started on that shit. Yeah, <laughs> but it's like say Cyberpunk, say Cyberpunk. You going? Um, like yeah, with but I like, got so much beef with Cyberpunk. It's not even funny. Yeah, but it's like the the original trailer that came out for it. You know. Completely fabricated. Way back and in made... the day. Oh yeah, basically Look... what they did with Anthem. Yeah, <laughs> or it's like um with um, I think you can actually meet the character that was in that yes. original trailer, but it's a, yeah. uh, it's man, you gotta go with your every. And you they know. had the audacity to sell statues of her. Yeah, <laughs> for real. So it's like. I didn't even think about that, to be honest. I forgot all about that. Like, I mean, <laughs> some sketches yeah, of them. Yeah. Anyway, but you know what I mean. So, just like, you know. Yeah, but it's like, I think what they're trying to do with their marketing is that I think, and I think this almost had to come out of necessity of, one, Bioware changing their development process and how they communicate that with the fans. And you, and I know there's a lot of people out there that are saying, oh, well, they don't do that. Oh, they're not transparent enough. And it's like, if you're like me, who has been paying attention to this stuff for years, and you can I mean, I got to... two words. Bioware magic. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Fucking hell. Right. Yeah, right? Like, um, but like, the, that whole idea of like, how they've done, like, you look at how they've marketed stuff, and how they've communicated with the fan base, you know, like I think about to my days when I was just a view, you know, when I would listen to um, Andromedans, um, oh, yeah. and like rest in peace. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, we're we're the descendants from Andromedans. Thanks, asshole. Um, <laughs> uh, but like that whole idea, like what? watch, so like and following that as religiously as I did. Um, and now, like looking how they marketed, how they talked with fans, and then compare that to now. There are some huge fundamental changes that Bioware has done. Will that necessarily lead to a better game? I don't know. Because they haven't released a new game since Anthem. (laughs) The only thing we've had... Does that really count as a game, though? (laughs) I mean... It's a a really long tech demo. I mean, like... I, I mean, apparently into it that tech like demo, I put in 250 like hours for it. MMO. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no. It, not to say it didn't have its issues or anything, but it's the idea of, like, how they have changed their marketing. Um, that's the, the legendary edition for Mass Effect. How they marketed... that They released the marketing for that, like... Granted, there were some leaks that were totally, definitely not leaks. Um, they, they they were fucking intentional. Um, you cannot do anything otherwise. Um, but on top of that, there were, with like the on top of the 
leaked. Um, I think there's also like, look, like they announced it. They announced the legendary edition on their blog. You know, mm. granted they had a trailer and everything too, but like, they announced they control it. Control that shit. Yeah, well, well they're they can, they're yeah. yeah they're trying to control their narratives. They're also I think trying to set up the expectations early. Like, I remember in that blog, they said, hey, hey, guys, just let y'all know, this isn't going to be a, like, don't expect um, the Halo anniversary. No, or, not a remake, you know. Yeah, this is not a remake. This is simply a remaster. Here's what we're doing. And yeah. them just doing those official, like, hey, this is officially coming from us. This is what you should expect. I think for especially a lot of news presses and stuff like that really helped to shape the narrative in a way that they wanted. Um, not even for like malicious reasons, um, but just for the fact of like, no, we want to make sure that fans, when they buy this product, they know what they're getting into. They know what and to expect. And if you definitively say this uh, X is X and Y is Y, it's like, okay, now all of the concerning questions we have are like much smaller yeah. Than previously mentioned. Uh, well, also, as far as like, if you think of what the situation with Dragon Age, um, they have restarted production on what is now Dragon Age Dreadwolf at least twice. Yeah. And possibly uh, three. That we know of, probably three. Um, hence why it's been taking so goddamn long. Uh, at least yeah. in, in comparison to you know the other Bioware things that were coming out at the time. Yeah. Now, as far as at least since Corinne Bush has been in uh, the lead as creative director, mm -hmm. she has gone out of her way to be as transparent, as vocally um, engaged with the fans, sometimes to her own detriment, as she can be. And this is why I just use Twitter to follow game devs because they always like to release their shit on Twitter for some odd reason <laughs> and to promote my YouTube channel. Yeah. That's it! <laughs> Hold on, you got a YouTube channel? Yeah, I know. I, I know. Shocker. Um, I know, but the amount that I've posted on it, that actually might be a fair reaction. <laughs> Excuse me. Hey, I got a fiancé out of Twitter, so I can only uh, complain so much. I mean, uh, yeah, fair. And now like, Elon Musk is ruining it. Yeah. <laughs> um, but anyway. Um, actually, he's making it better. He's an engineer. You guys just don't understand. <laughs> oh, so, yeah. Did you hear? Did you hear this week that he actually faked his his qualifications? Oh, sure. Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course, I heard. That's surprised. Yeah. 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 That's and, just that shit's funny. That shit's anyway. So funny rest in peace, Twitter. Um, I'm surprised you haven't been shut down yet. Anywho, um. On back onto the topic with like their uh with Bioware marketing. Uh-huh. Um like yeah, no. The fact that Bioware has been as transparent as they have been. I think some of the other reasons, like, oh well, why aren't they releasing more? Because it's like, you wanna know how much of their shit is literally just Yep. I did um texturing on the woodlands area. Yeah. I did that for twelve fucking hours. I swear if I see another tree, I'm going to burn it. <laughs> like, you know, how much of it 
I mean, so much of, the, like, right now, a lot of their stuff is just that type of thing. Like, they're in the boring stuff. Or, like, um, or, like, especially right now that they're alpha, they're really probably starting to do a lot of quality testing. They're like, yeah, no, I decided to jump off of every single cliff that I could find to see if the invisible wall worked or not. Oh, I did I this for 12 hours. Love, read, hate. Whenever um, there's news in like gaming news, and suddenly all the fucking armchair experts are like, "Oh, I'm suddenly an expert in game dev, and I'm gonna in game development, and I'm gonna tell you exactly what this means," and they're completely wrong. Um, what was really funny to me was the amount of fucking people who got so backwards about what alpha means and what the stage of um, Dragon Age's development is and what, you know, and why that's a bad thing. That There were so many other devs on Twitter that came out and were just like, when we were alpha, like, there was one thing in particular, it was like, it was a guy who works on Horizon Zero Dawn, was like, Aloy didn't have a head. Yeah. (laughs) Like, we went to alpha and Aloy had no head. Or like... um... Everybody knows that alpha is just the stage right before Sigma. And previous uh, Bioware devs like Mark Durr and Mike Laidlaw were like, um, oh, that was it. Um, uh, they said by the time we went alpha on, I think it was Mass Effect 1, the it only was run cycle. Oh, yeah. So the only run cycle they'd done was for the husks. So whenever they were playtesting, Chef would just run like a husk. <laughs> I was that, like, that I, is hilarious. I want that so bad. Yeah, I just I'm want... sure someone modded that very quickly. You just oh, yeah. have Shepard T-posing at people instead. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. T-pose to show dominance. Yeah, but it's, you know, like, or the fact, like, I think one of the things that I really enjoy is the fact that, like, um, that I have a book right over on my bookshelf, Bioware 25 Years of History, like, it's like, oh, you want to know all the stuff about Bioware? Yeah, they got a giant-ass fucking book about it. Mm-hmm. You want to talk about, like, there are projects that n- I don't think they've ever talked about before. That make their first... there was a, of, like, a, an attempted sequel at Jade Empire that I'm gutted that they... Oh, yeah. Oh, there are, I think, two or three IPs. Like, new IPs they were in the process of making, and they can't. Um, One of them was a multiplayer Mass Effect game. Yeah. Um, another one was, like, another big one is, um, they show the pictures of what, they had concept art of what Tally looked like. Mm. Like, they had that. Uh, that was one, when I did my review on that book, that was one of the things that showed off, like, they, like, they had concept art of what she looked like, and they had all, a whole bunch of different stuff. So it's like, Bioware's, like, is Bioware being 100% perfectly turned? transparent no i mean they still probably want to keep certain things secret but yeah um but i remember like even stuff like matt rhodes who did a lot of the concept art for in particular dragon age inquisition because that was a lot of the stuff they released like that's where the um the uh, dem- uh the dorian got dubbed uh dramatic hands mustache guy because it was the the concept i remember art that <laughs> inquisitor uh, stabbing the map table and Dorian in the background throwing his hands up and everyone's like, oh, that dude has a moustache and that was his defining feature so everyone's just like, dramatic hands, moustache guy. Um, 
so there were lots of things that Matt Rhodes did and has posted on his art station. He's no longer a Bioware, I'm fairly sure, either. Um, but one thing that always broke my fucking heart, because uh, I was going through it, because I was just like, ooh, because I love his art style, and I was like, oh, it's cool to see all these different um, situations that either we didn't get to see. Like, I'm fairly sure one of them is wife's out, so read into that mm-hmm. what you will. But one of them, he flat to meet Anders, point we were supposed to find him in the um the desert i think it was in the western approach yeah i, and, I remember uh, yeah i remember seeing the concept art for that yeah yeah and uh he, he's and in the concept art he's only got one arm and he's got this like scraggly beard and he's all like messy and i'm just like you can't do that you can't just do that in concept art and so I, I, I had a bit of a meltdown because I rediscovered that and I put it on TikTok and the amount of comments that came out of that was just like, where one, where are you people coming from? And two, you know, people were just like, what? And I was like, oh, at least I'm, I'm, I'm not, I'm far from the least sane person on, on, on TikTok. See, <laughs> then there's me who I, my first playthrough and technically my only playthrough of Dragon Age, which I've been actually been tempting to do another playthrough um i actually killed anders i just me like, too that was my, my first my hot take of, of dragon age 2 is anders was right um to move back on to the original topic with bioware or mm-hmm. specifically on mass effect i think right now we're starting to see that they are trying to set up like no we re like Yes, the whole point of trailer and marketing is to show off the tone sell of the fucking game yeah yeah sell the game show what to expect i think they are really trying to hit home the fact of no we want to make sure what we are putting in the trailers is what you're getting um and they don't want to oversell or undersell because yeah like they there is an expectation that they want to meet and i think they are way more mindful of that like if you think Uh, of all the footage they've put forward so far what have we really been able to figure out one barrack is in it Two, Solar, they are leading with the main antagonist is Solus. Okay, that's that, that, that's a fairly decent assumption by figure, uh, playing um, Dragon Age Inquisition. So, okay, that's not exactly a surprise. And also, that seems to be the Tevinter Imperium, along with other, other um, locations. Yeah. So, other than that, it's like, okay, these, this yeah. is all, you know, reasonably... Yeah stuff we could assume yeah well and again like with and with mass effect they're showing like i think mass effect i think it's a little bit more impactful because we have no white like we know it's a sequel of the of the original trilogy but like what i think it's gonna be a lot more impactful on the marketing because like we like shit we've known what the next dragon age game is going to be since trespasser dlc came out mm-hmm. like we've known we like yeah no. into imperium and it's to to put a, a, a wrench in solace's plans yeah that's in a nutshell is what we're doing um but like with um but with um but like with mass effect we have no idea what's gonna go um so i'm curious to like i i think i'll be paying it i think Almost the marketing is going to be a lot more impactful for 
Mass Effect moving forward just because it's going to be a lot more... I think it's going to be just a lot more focused and... Well, maybe not more focused, but because we really don't know what the next Mass Effect game is going to be, whatever they're putting down, oh, this is... We'll have a little bit more of a serious impact on it, so... Real. Also, um, I wanted to uh, just get your opinion on this, um, Ethan, because um, my theory for a long time, because obviously we know that hmm. the relation, the Inquisitor's relationship with Solus, specifically a romance Lavellan's relationship with Solus, is going to be such a big deal that I was just thinking, you know what? If they did want to say definitively, oh. Solus and Lavellan had sex. <laughs> There's no real reason, like, you know, outside of like, oh, it impinges on your choices, but like, fuck that because I want this to be my choice. <laughs> um, there's no reason they couldn't say, oh, the, the protagonist for Dragon Age Dreadwolf is in fact Solus and Lavellan's kid. And I... which, which is why I will be playing Dragon Age Dreadwolf as an elven mage, just so I can be like, please, so I my parents, <laughs> and I'm gonna do my best to make her look as much like my Lavellan as possible, just for maximum guilt. Be <laughs> like, look, you bastard, you created me. Even if that doesn't end up being the canon, you're just gonna be my head canon until. See, I'm, I'm okay with them making giant canon choices like that, only when it's like a big, like a uh, reset. Like for example. With the next Mass Effect game, I'm totally cool with them picking a canon ending for us. Okay. But uh, I think yeah. I think if uh, if Inquisition was like a big, giant, definitive thing that ended everything, and then Dreadwolf was like, oh, this is the few years later, blah, 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 and then they made that choice for us, then I'd be okay with it. But it doesn't have that feeling that Mass Effect 3 has for me. So, I, although I love that idea, and I'd be totally down for that, and I was just talking about that legitimately, like, two days ago, three days ago, at work with one of my friends, mm-hmm. uh, I'd be cool with that. But, uh, since it doesn't have that feeling with Inquisition, I don't think yeah. that I would totally be cool. Because the thing that sort of threw me was, because I, I, was, I was sort of flashing back to when... Trespasser was first announced because they had that trailer for it and the the narration said it's been two years since um Corypheus was defeated mm. I remember I was watching Biofan react to it and he was like two years because <laughs> like, we were all like wow that is quite a stretch to have you know between a DLC you know um especially as this is the definitive oh this is the end end of this is the end with a full stop for Inquisition, and I was like, two years is a very specific time period mm-hmm. for, um, especially like if 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 I'm if I'm following my head canon here that my Inquisitor was knocked up at the end of the uh, um, of Inquisition, that gives her time to have the kid, then recover from having the kid, and then be in reasonable trim shape. So my idea, my headcanon is she gave the kid, because she couldn't just have a kid, because A, that would be way too easy for like, oh yeah, 
the dread wolf has a kid let's go and fuck with a kid that you know it's just <laughs> easier to not have a kid not, it's safer <clears throat> for the kid not just easier it's safer to not have the kid with her so i was thinking who would she trust to who would be able to have the resources to care for the kids without arousing too much suspicion and i was just thinking she give it to varick she gives the kids a Varric, and <laughs> I was suddenly thinking, the more I was thinking about it, I was like, if there is a relation, if, if, if there is like an uncle situation with the Dragon Age Red Wolf protagonist and Varric, I'm calling it. Because I'm just like, okay, so we had the two years to potentially have the kid and then recover from having the kid. Um, but never brought it up to Silas because obviously she can't when he's still um, like, I'm very committed to destroying the world. You know, throwing the oh, you have a kid isn't really gonna do anything at that point, is it? No. Um, no. So, and and with the, because um, it was Dragon Age Day last year, I think, they released some short stories. And there was a considerable gap between like i can't remember exactly how they phrased it but it was something like i think i did the math and it was like 20 plus years since the blight mm -hmm. or like 20 to 25 yeah. years since the blight I'm like that is a that's a light that is a leap um so i'm thinking like why such a big age gap unless you're aging up the protagonist to be a reasonable romancing age for a Bioware protagonist. And then suddenly, like, huh, suddenly, you know when you're trying to find reasons why something shouldn't be true and yeah. you keep finding shit that supports it? <laughs> so they're being like, well, obviously there's going to be a factor of, oh, you can't... If, if it's like, oh, you can only play Elf in this game, then it's going to be like, well... <laughs> I'll be fine with that. Yeah, I'll be fine with that. Um, or if uh, it's something where, you know, when they come up and have the, the default um, histories of the previous games mm. and the elf one is like, oh, romance solo. So I'm like, well, considering that's a very logical thing for them to have in it anyway, because Solus also, he showed... That was the, the closest he got to showing his hand. Mm -hmm. In particular, like uh, Patrick Weeks said in an interview, I think it was with Biofan as well, that when, when he said, I have something to tell you, and takes you to that clearing where he removes your Valisplin, he was going to tell you about the Dreadwolf. He was going to tell you everything. And he, he sort of chickened out at the last minute. That's why I told you about the Valisleen. Yeah, because right. he needed something. He needed something that's a sufficiently big enough bombshell to warrant oh taking her off into the the, the wilderness uh, to be alone. And, I, yeah, uh, but then, I like that. yeah. But Patrick's also said recently, like, um, oh, <clears throat> I I deliberately kept it vague about his line about um, oh, I would not lay with you under false pretenses. So yeah. it's up to each individual of Ellen if they did or did not have sex uh, because they said like they tried to have like a love scene mm -hmm. but it sort of 
stepped over the boundaries in hindsight that you know if you have that scene where you are committing to being physical with each other mm. and then in hindsight you know he's he's deceiving you about something about his identity it's sort of they they, they kept coming back to it and they said that we just can't have it because it ends up like we can we can imply that there might be shenanigans going on behind closed doors, but that's entirely in the realm of um, the player to ultimately decide if they did or didn't. Which I think is kind of the right call, but like I, I, I have, yeah, yeah. I'm of two minds of it because one, I'm thinking, yes, respect the player's choice, that's great, and the other two is let me be their kid. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, ju- I just I just want to be like I just want to see a bit where. Uh, like the DAD protagonist goes to attack Solus and Solus does this fucking like dreadwolf thing where he's like holding them at bay and then Varric has been like knocked aside or something and he's just like she's your kid just like shout like because he, he's the only one who knows the secret outside of Lavelle and herself so he's just like because <laughs> he's either he's either gonna watch he's either gonna watch Solus kill his kid or or um he's failed um Lavellan in in protecting the kid. Right, real so he's stuck in, real like, quick. Yeah. Just we're 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 coming up on two hours, <laughs> so we yeah, do got. We have lost. Yeah, two we are other people. Yeah, they they both had to go. We've been going on for a while. I'm and sorry. I'm sorry. Like, I'm I think we gotta, yeah, you have an, Ethan, I, have I don't have, I, I have a problem, okay? Yeah, <laughs> Sorry. You're fine. What were you gonna say, Scott? I was about to say, Ethan, I, I feel like I need to help you edit somehow, but as I did not record my end of things, or it's, don't have... Uh, I will, I will traverse the minefield. <laughs> yeah, you, I, I feel i am so sorry you're fine <laughs> yeah this is like, just I, like oh dragon age is this, this, this one's gonna be this one's gonna be a challenge but it's fine i i have some ideas all right thank you guys very much for watching we appreciate it uh or listening if you're on our audio platforms uh we lost some people along the way they had to get going so thank you to molly and rowan for being a part of this episode and of course thank you to my lovely friends scott and seeker I appreciate you guys both very much. Thank you. Thank you for having us. Of course. I'm glad to have you always. Shut up the entire time. You're fine. <laughs> I had a great time listening to you guys speak. It is fine. Uh, <laughs> and uh, we'll, we'll see everybody next time when uh, we might be on the Canary podcast, hopefully. We Hopefully. shall see. Fingers we crossed. shall see, unless some, you know, unless somehow we record something in between. Then, okay. or disaster strikes. Or disaster strikes. Yeah. You never know. <laughs> I so, like uh, exactly. <laughs> well, we'll we'll see you guys next time. Bye. See you next time, nerds.